Welcome to the More Attention, Less Deficit podcast. This episode is Adversity Makes You Stronger, hopefully. Adversity takes many forms. If ADHD is one of your struggles, then perhaps you can learn some important life lessons from it. More Attention, Less Deficit, Success Strategies for Adults with ADHD, the book, is available at addwarehouse.com and pretty much everywhere else. But if you enter coupon code 19380, my zip code, at addwarehouse.com, you'll save 25%. That's pretty cool. I'm psychologist Dr. Ari Tuckman, author of More Attention, Less Deficit and Integrative Treatment for Adult ADHD, a practical, easy-to-use guide for clinicians. For more information about either book, archives of this podcast, links to past presentations, handouts, and information about upcoming teleclasses and presentations, check out adultadhdbook.com. It's been said that whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger, which is true, but only sometimes. I would change it to say that it might make you stronger. Whether it does or doesn't depends on what you make of it. Some people allow adversity to make them angry, bitter, pessimistic, or defeated, whereas for other people it brings out their best. Adversity can take many forms. ADHD is one, but it could also be a difficult family situation, unexpected job loss, or health difficulties. We all have our struggles, but if ADHD is one of yours, it's easy to see that more clearly than other people's, or to feel that no one else has the kinds of problems that you do. Of course, since about 4% of adults have ADHD, we know you have plenty of company. But even beyond that, it may just be that others' struggles aren't so visible. For example, I have a client with severe fibromyalgia that really limits her life, but you would never know it by looking at her. So don't assume that other people's lives are all roses and sunshine. And if they are, then, you know, congratulations to them. We should all be so lucky. I don't want to make light of the suffering that comes from ADHD, especially when it's untreated. I'm also not selling rose-colored glasses or trying to convince you that something bad is actually something good. For example, that running late provides you a wonderful opportunity to practice your speeding. Or that speeding tickets are a great way to support the important work of the local police department. Living with and at least partially overcoming your ADHD definitely brings its challenges. The research very clearly demonstrates that. But it may also give you something to feel good about as you put together a good life for yourself despite your difficulties. In fact, some might even say that we gain wisdom and peace not despite our struggles, but because of them. We may not have much choice about which crummy cards were dealt in life, but we do have some choice regarding what we do about them and what kind, what kind of an effect we let them have on us. Being angry about them doesn't make them go away. So, given what your life has looked like until now, what do you want it to look like from this point forward? You may not be able to control what happens to you, but you do have some control over what kind of an effect you allow it to have on your outlook on life, how you feel about yourself, and how you feel about other people. We live in a complex and messy world where bad things happen to good people, and good things happen to bad people. Inside our heads, things can can get even more complex and messy as we try to make sense of the many contradictions in life. If you're an adult with ADHD, especially if you spend most of your life undiagnosed, 
One of those contradictions that repeated itself a million times was, how can someone who is so smart do so many dumb things? Or how can such good intentions so often lead to such screwed up situations? What's going on here? Obviously, one way to reconcile these contradictions is to decide that you're really not as smart or well-intentioned as you thought. While this may free you up of the logical paradox, it doesn't give you much to feel good about. So what's the alternative? How do you keep intact your sense of yourself as a good person? One way is to close the gap between your abilities and your performance, or between your intentions and your actions. In other words, stop messing up so much. Certainly, actively pursuing and implementing a comprehensive treatment program will improve your batting average. This can include educating yourself, and possibly your family members, about ADHD and trying medication, coaching, and therapy. This should definitely help give you some solid improvements to feel good about. Of course, no matter how hard you work at all this, you'll still mess things up sometimes. You're still human, after all, no matter how hard you've worked at becoming a superior being. So how do you handle those mortal moments when, despite the best of planning, you still do some knuckleheaded thing? How do you see this glitch as just one glitch rather than the most recent example in a long, long line of similar screw-ups? How do you leave the past in the past and create a better future? One way is to remind yourself that you've had to work harder for your successes, so you should appreciate them more. Rather than feel bad about yourself for having to work harder, wear it as a badge of honor that you've overcome more in order to achieve your successes. Whether anyone else knows it or not, you know it, and probably know it really well. Pursue your goals and strive to create the life that you want to live. Don't settle for less. At the same time, remind yourself of everything that you've already created, despite the setbacks and detours. Give yourself credit for surviving the journey. One side benefit of seeing your successes in this light is that you may also find that you're more forgiving of others than you had been when you were more down on yourself. You may be more patient with others' mistakes, quirks, and differences. Stay true to your values, but make an effort to get less worked up about smaller things or the situations that you can't change, even though you wish you could. Try to roll with things and focus on what's most important. Learn to laugh at yourself, because when you give yourself credit appropriately, then it's okay to admit that you really blew it, and even see the humor in it. You'll know you're in good shape with accepting the adversity in your life when you can see beyond your own situation in order to help others and make the world a better place. When we're struggling just to hang on and hold our own, we don't have the luxury to really focus on others or see the bigger picture. The goal is just to live day by day. I'm not knocking it because you know you have to do what you have to do, but it's much more satisfying to live for something larger, to feel like you can have a positive impact on the world. When you can do this, it means that you've moved beyond the limitations that adversity can place upon us. This is the ultimate vindication, the ultimate proof that you've accepted your ADHD as a part of your life, but not too big a part of your life. In order to live a big, fulfilling life, we have to be able to put the struggles and setbacks into their appropriate place. Failure is inevitable, 
but the only real failure is to let it stop you from pursuing the next success. Our next episode will be Knowing is Easy, Doing is Hard. Most people with ADHD tend to know what they're supposed to do and how to do it, but have a tough time making it happen consistently. We'll discuss why. Until next time, thanks for lending me your attention.